welcome to the third episode of the unsung heroes and in this session we'll be understanding about a personality who had contributed a lot in tech in terms of technology and he's also been known as the indian edison so let's check out about the life journey of shankar abaji bise shankar abaji bise the indian edison who dazzled the world with his inventions he is the most remarkable indian inventor that you have never heard of hailed as the indian edison bise was on the cups of the revolutionizing the printing industry with his mesotype a type casting machine however the inability to market it successfully alongside financing problems hindered his efforts what's remarkable about self trained man is that he came up at a time when india under the british colonial rule barely offered any institutional supports to potential scientists and inventors like iits to pray it was his own ingenuity and hard work which took him from the coveted site of peace of bombay to international acclaim however circumstances later on his life would once again confine him to obscurity growing up in bombay this is a real aptitude for science constructing a small apparatus at home which made coal gas at the age of just 14 as a teenager he would spend days reading various issues of the reputed scientific american magazine and in fact told one new york publication year later that i owe everything to the mechanical education i received from that american magazine he also understood that science was a collaborative pursuit and began a club in bombay and by his early 20s he began designing a slew of gadgets and machines tamper proof bottles electric bicycle contraptions a station indicator for bombay suburban railway system Bisay even wrote columns in the Marathi magazine called Vivid Kala Prakash, through which he communicated the importance of science to ordinary people. However, he really came of age sometime in the late 1890s, when he won a competition organized by Inventors Review and Scientific Record, a British publication, by developing design for a machine that would pay grocery. Defeating a whole host of disconcertments, the local administration took an interest in his work and helped finance his trip to London, where he sought to attract investors. Before leaving, he told his friends that he would not come back to Bombay unless he made it or ran out of money. Just before his trip to London, he also came into contact with the then Secretary of the Indian National Congress in Bombay. and a shrewd businessman Vinsha Vaka whose letter of introduction got Bisse into contact with Radha Bai Navroji a businessman in London and one of the early heroes of the Indian national movement along with Vaka's recommendation Navroji also witnessed Bisse's ingenuity firsthand the young man already had a growing list of international patents already under his belt Both men soon inked a business agreement where Navroji agreed to invest in Bisay's work besides offering him financial support the economist and businessman also gave him reading material about fledgling Indian nationalist movement 
following the agreement Bisse set out to work from a workshop in North London What's particularly notable about some of his early work is how it addresses some of our everyday concerns He developed new and interesting models for a wide range of items from kitchen gadgets automatic toilet flushers and a telephone Nonetheless it was his work in the printing industry that caught the attention of the world He invented one such machine cast where 32 different metals types could be utilized in printing newspapers and books simultaneously However people did not believe his claims he was challenged by engineers of Castle Type Foundry a leading type casting firm in London This accepted the challenge set up his own foundry the Piso Type Limited with financial assistance from London and produced a machine in 1908 This silenced the critic as well as English engineers The machine could automatically cast the symbol 1200 different types in this way did not look back and through the course of his career had 200 inventions and 40 patents to his credit however things began to fall apart from this way in london once navroji asked him to seek a bigger investor helping him find one in a friend an english businessman henry heinemann considered by many as the father of british socialism unfortunately heinemann's promise to raise 15000 pounds for bizotype never panned out and while awaiting this funding process to pan out bc rejected an offer from the linotype company a printing industry giant to purchase for a controlling share in his company but then by then he had invented the rotary multiple type cast which up the ante for automatically casting assembling 12000 different types of things in a minute which was compared to 3000 and that is way more than any other european machine at that time as mentioned earlier above this invention ran into serious funding concerns in 1907 heinemann's funding plans fell apart and following here Navroji's resources had run out. He had no choice but to leave London in December 1908. But his early achievements had caught the eye of Indian National Congress, and on the invitation of the freedom fighter Gopal Krishna Gokhale, who he met aboard the ship back to Bombay, he attended its annual convention and in 1908 as chief guest in Madras. If things had worked out differently, compositors of the 20th century would have worked the Bisotype machine rather than the Genotype that we would be, and we would be talking about Shankar Abadi Bisai and not Otmar Merkenkler. Bokle was deeply impressed by Bisai's type card and got him in touch with the Rattan Bay Tata, adding another agreement with the Indian company for greater funding. By 1917, this enterprise had fizzled out, but what it did was give him another lease of life. This time in New York during the First World War. At that time, one of the stumbling blocks in typecasting was 
the non availability of a mold that would suit all types of fibers we say worked on it and succeeded in making one such mold in 1940 an outstanding invention which was acclaimed in printers journal in britain and america this tin in america also introduced him to lala lajpat rai a doyen of the indian freedom struggle who inspired him to further his scientific pursuits curiously he never successfully marketed the bisotype in new york however Bisai grew rich from the iodine solution he developed. Health-wise, it was questionable efficacy, but it was heartily endorsed by the Edgar Casey, an American physic and mystic. Towards his final years, he seemingly lost track and began dabbling in the occult with the invention of a spirit typewriter, which was basically another version of the Ouija board. unable to properly market the bisotype and moving towards the occult may have unfortunately distanced scientific commemorators of the time however the scientific american which cherished as a child had this to say about while india has achieved brilliant success in science literature and arts it had given little to the world in the way of invention whatever may have been the opinion of the world the work of mr desai should do much to dispel the illusion he passed away on 7 april 1935 in new york at the age of 68 despite his late life quirks he was a true believer in freedom struggle attending anti colonial demonstrations alongside navroji in london while supporting and spreading the gospel of mahatma gandhi's ideas during his time in new york unfortunately this has slipped into obscurity but nonetheless there is an attempt by many to receive his scientific legacy and this is just for a small attempt so uh, that was a very heart touching story that i think so that i told you to guys uh, and i researched in different places to find about uh, uh, mr bisai and the thing that i've learned from his journey is that even though you might have your own talents it could be in technology or it could be in dancing or it could be in singing uh, you should never back it once you understand that what you or you like the certain kind of activity that you do you should never look back just keep on looking forward and how you can build yourself in that field whether it is playing cricket whether it could be technology whether it could be podcast or it could be anything that you are passionate about just do not look back seek forward and see how you can build a career out of it so that was a message that i got while talking about mr bisay so i think so this message also might be impactful for some of you guys who are listening till the end and thank you very much for being a part of it because the like the story of these the unsung heroes helps us a lot to understand what are our weaknesses and how we can be like them in the coming in the future so thank you for listening till the end i hope you're doing great stay safe and cheers